Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. I'm Phoebe. I'm Tracy. Hey, guys. Hi. What are you doing this summer? (laughs) I don't know. It's hot. Where do you listen to podcasts (laughs) when it's hot like this summer? When? Do you listen to them in the car? I would listen to them by the pool. You don't? Do you have a pool? I personally don't. Oh, okay. But my community does. (laughs) Because I was like, you're holding out on me. What? (laughs) Would never. Yeah. Okay. I can see me lounging poolside listening to the podcast. With your earbuds on? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. My cat ate my earbuds or chewed them. Oh, silly cat. How was your your little Momo? Momo is adorable. He's so cute. Mm -hmm. He's good. He's getting bigger. Mm -hmm. I always think he's just still a little kitten, but he's starting to way like a sack of flour. <laughs> so cute. He's still a kitten up here. He's Tracy. still, I know. It's so He's funny. He chases like a... things that are not there. It's, it cracks me up. Mm-hmm. He's fun. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. He hasn't eaten my earbuds. Uh, my podcast listening is still okay. It's still good. Mm-hmm. So the summer by the pool, do you take, um, do you take like adult, do you take adult beverages to the pool and then put them in your like um, coffee cup, like your sippy in cup? In my thermos? Yeah. I'm not sure if I should answer that on the Have air. Have you seen other parents do, do I'm that? sure everyone does it. <laughs> <laughs> so if I were to, you know, what's the big deal? Yeah, right. But wink, wink. There. So there. Oh, okay. What do you think of that? I think it's good. I think you should do that. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh-huh. I do. I am literally winking, Sometimes. but they can't see that. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> um, so let, let me know, um, have you ever tasted, well, you, I just shared with you a Jello shot. Yeah, we did Jello, Jello shots, shots before. should go to the pool. Mm-hmm. Have you ever I've made decided. them before? No, I don't think so. I might have in college, but oh, okay. no, nah, it's not. No, I haven't. I never heard of them until my adult life. Well, well maybe in my 30s. I heard oh, my of God. I know. I, I <laughs> Drinking wasn't big when I was younger. Yeah, for me no. anyway. Well, sure, no, yes, Jello shots. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and and this is a true story. So, like learning about distilled beverages, mm-hmm. for me, is it's kind of exciting because it's new to. It's not new to me. I'm almost like in my mid forties. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> So, okay, so distilled beverages. Yes. Anyway, are not new to you. <laughs> well, I mean, not that new, but it's not like I was drinking a lot when I was younger but I appreciate the craft of it yes there so is a craft isn't I think it? you should introduce our special guest well, because speaking this is exciting of, I'm so excited well Phoebe I brought you a special guest today <laughs> yay <laughs> who is it this is someone who is on the breaking edge of distilling spirits goodness in Reading, and this is Chris Flowers welcome Chris thank you for having me how did the two of you know each other oh god I don't know Long time. Lots of yeah, adult distilled beverages. Spirits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we we share circles of friends mm-hmm. and family, so we go way back. Okay, because yeah. I saw that you, like you've traveled a lot, and the, so you were in the paper. You were featured recently in the Reading Eagle. Yes, and you said that you've traveled. Like, are you a native of Berks County in your yeah. home? Yeah, I was okay. born at St. Joe's actually, mm-hmm. and I graduated from Reading High. And then after that, that's when I started traveling, and I've lived in probably seven or eight states since then, um, just to see see what's going on around the around the country. Yeah. What did they, you find? What did you find when you left? I found a lot Berks of County? a lot, what's a lot going of good things. There? there are things outside of Berks County. <laughs> it's it is, true. It's, it's a miracle actually <laughs> that there are. 
Um, but we, I traveled and lived in uh, Las Vegas, New Orleans, Florida, South Carolina. Uh, tended to stay towards the beaches. Mm-hmm. Um, they do not have that in Berks County. No, yes. <laughs> it's not too far. No. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just places that had a little bit more activity mm-hmm. going on, especially mm-hmm. for somebody in their 20s. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But now he's old. Settled yes, now, down. I'm a, now I am an old man and I fit right in, in Berks County. <laughs> so you came back. Like, how long have you been home? Yes, I've been home for almost 10 years now. Oh, okay. That's a long time. Only 10 years? 10 years. I feel like that's how long I've been here since moving away. That's that's a long time. Really? I feel like I've known you way longer than that. You have known me way longer than that. Oh. Just because I didn't live here didn't mean we didn't know each other. Huh. <laughs> it's amazing how that works out. <laughs> maybe you weren't. Maybe. I guess I don't see you that often. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Much more often well, in the past 10 years, though. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But okay. now you're going to see him more often, I think, I probably, think so right? I too. Because, so what's the scoop? Yeah. yeah what, what, what is going on? What's the Tell name of... Tell us about Yes. This. Tell so us it's everything. it's Reading Distilling Guild. And uh, basically, I'm going to be manufacturing, crafting spirits in downtown reading yay yay (laughs) yes we are starting with rums Mm -hmm. different types of rums clear rums spiced rums uh, Mm. and then we will grow the portfolio from there into gins and whiskeys and some experimental beverages Mm -hmm. experimental beverages good that sounds good oh yes if you look at beer you know, 20 years ago, there were no IPAs or right. watermelon double mm-hmm. thingies. <laughs> uh-huh. And I, just, I feel the same thing for distilled spirits is what there will be 10 years from now has not even been made or right. thought about at mm-hmm. this point because it's been dominated by such few companies for mm-hmm. so long. Since Prohibition, there's been no competition. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's only started within about the past, in Pennsylvania, past five years as they opened, when they opened it up. And certain states opened about 10 years ago so it's still in its infancy mm-hmm. um why distilling like is it something that you did when you were living somewhere else out of state or like why did you decide to do why did you decide to do distilling and why did you decide to come have to you, reading especially have you been downtown? doing it in your bathtub all this time yeah, and decided to go pro my whole life <laughs> goes pro <laughs> right uh the one difference between wine and beer is it's illegal to do spirits without federal and state licenses. Mm -hmm. So I can't practice, I can't, I can't do anything Mm -hmm. without uh, all of your licensing. Mm -hmm. How I came about this, you know, just thinking on what what you wanna do when you grow up. Mm -hmm. And worked in restaurants and bars and stuff like that for a long time. And I thought I was gonna come back and open up a restaurant or bar in Reading uh, until I realized that's not what I wanna do. That's a hard, hard job, a <laughs> hundred hours a week. Uh, I value my friends, my family yeah. <laughs> too much for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were, I looked at many different things and when PA passed their new law to allow distilling, that's when I started looking at it seriously. And I met a lot of distillers across the country and talked to them. And that's how I decided this was, this was the business for me and for Reading. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to, have you been to Pittsburgh to Wiggle or Weigel Whiskey? Have you been there yet? I love Wiggle. Okay. Wiggle is probably <laughs> one of my favorite distillers in the country. Mm-hmm. Definitely with the, de- my favorite in the state by far. Yes. Um, and definitely in the top two or three in the country. They yes. do, they, they've been doing amazing things and 
from their spirits. Uh, when I first started this journey, I actually was in Pittsburgh for uh, work and went and talked to them. And the head distiller was there. He was like, come on back. I'll show you everything. Mm -hmm. And his one piece of advice was don't give up. He's mm -hmm. like, don't give up because it's going to be a hard fight to get there. He's like, but you'll get there. And he, it was true. But they are focused on a wonderful product and their community. Mm -hmm. That is their focus. And that's my focus. Mm -hmm. That's why I look up to them basically yeah because they source like a lot of local um grains their honey land shark i think I, we, we landlocked landlocked yep we podcasted about this and i met the owner we did recorded out there live but they use local honey so yep. so when you think of your business model or especially starting with rum rum, rum is cane sugar you it's, it's molasses very specific okay it's molasses. molasses you can use molasses um cane sugar um, cane juice. Mm -hmm. You can actually use regular sugar. And that's what a lot of the small distilleries are doing right now, which is, does not make a very good product. Uh, it's kind of a shortcut and a cheap way to go out. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll use molasses is what I'm okay, going to so use. Okay. So that's what you're going to yeah. start with. Molasses. So obviously that cannot be locally sourced. Yeah. This is not the greatest climate for <laughs> sugar cane. Mm -hmm. um, but after that, once we get into gins and whiskeys, uh, we'll, source as much wheat corn honey different herbs apples, you apples. Do like we apple are vodka? going to do uh are <laughs> you looking for an apple vodka yes. we're actually doing apple brandy oh that's great which too. <laughs> is not quite from what i've worked with our distillers to, to get some recipes mm -hmm. and the way we'll do our apple brandy is a little bit different than others and it's a lot lighter and it almost tastes like a apple flavored vodka. But basically, all it is is just vodka made out of apples. Yes, mm -hmm. and it's it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that has to be aged at least a year. So we have to wait till fall for the harvest. Yeah. Then we have to make it. Then we put it in barrels. So next Thanksgiving, you can be the first to have one of our apple brandies. Yeah, I'm writing that down. Okay. Please, because I'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in November. We're very, we're like not even home. We're out sampling other vodkas and brandies on the road. Um, it's a blurry time for Yeah. Me. So in, in the restaurant business, especially behind the bar, do you, was it like a certain drinks or like food trends or like um, bar trends that like inspired you to think rum or to think I want only to use molasses for this ingredient or I want to use, I don't know, you know, certain well, ingredients. Yeah. For, for the overall distillery, basically for distillers that are wise, there's a blueprint 20 years ago when beer did this and you basically just have to follow what they did right and what they did wrong. And you're most likely going to succeed. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, if you go into a restaurant, the food, there's a local, a local sourcing of the food is, is very popular now, um, crafted meals, and the same for their beer menus, uh, like diverse beers, handcrafted beers. But when you look at the bar and the liquor bottles behind the bar, you can go pretty much anywhere in this country walk into a bar that's not a specialty bar and it will be the exact same bottles behind every single bar in the entire nation. And that's the only part of the restaurant 
that hasn't cycled into this yet. Mm. <laughs> and it's just a natural progression of hospitality that if the entire rest of your establishment is local artisanal craft, why would you not want your spirit section to be the same way? Oh, yeah, that I makes like that perfect notion. sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it, you're, it goes right along with yeah. all those other trends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The consumer is, is, is much more educated now than they were in the past. Mm -hmm. And the only reason they still drink the spirits they do is because they do not have a choice. Mm -hmm. um, it's been years now that small distillers have opened, but it's hard for them to get into the marketplace. Yeah. Uh, but slowly but surely they do. Because you have to have, don't you have to carry like a certain volume just to be carried in the Pennsylvania state stores? Is that actually the Pennsylvania liquor laws are very antiquated mm -hmm. at best, except for their new laws, which the distilling laws are part of them, and they're much more progressive than the old laws. They passed a new law for distillers that the state stores, the fine wine and spirit stores each distiller gets 10 stores that they can pick that have to carry their product. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I did not know that. And if you go in, in most stores, when you walk in the front door, the first aisle on the left, yes. the first however many shelves are all Pennsylvania spirits. They huh. have their own section now. Oh, that's which nice. Is, which is really good. Yeah. But also, I can sell my own retail, which means I can sell from the distillery, okay, good. I can sell online, I can sell um, at pop-up events, mm -hmm. so say Farmer's Market, um, Art on the Avenue, what? things like that. Yeah. Farmer's Market. Yes. Guys, can, if you don't want to eat your veggies, go for like, <laughs> go for your gin. Exactly. And we can do <laughs> tastings there too. Wow. Oh, yeah. That is kind of progressive, isn't it? I mean, yes, it is progressive. I can hear like the my mom's voice in the back of my head saying you sound like you drink too much but it's oh, not about like, always it's not about drinking to drink it's about appreciating enjoying. the craft mm -hmm. exactly it? and enjoying it with your friends yeah. you know enjoying good times that's what the whole yeah business is about to me so what, what what is give me your top three favorite mixed drinks or cocktails or maybe not even mixed maybe you like bourbon on the rocks i don't know just give us a, your top three favorites uh three favorites yeah yingling lager what? That's not a spirit. No, that's oh, just not. spirits. Yes, spirits. Oh, yes. just spirits. Well, thank you for clarifying. she didn't okay. say, no. but didn't specify I have to spirits <laughs> only. <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> this show is not about. I would beer. go with uh, Maker's Mark, mm -hmm. neat. Mm -hmm. Maker's Mark, neat. Yes. Okay. Um, second would be summertime drink would be a dark and stormy, oh, which yeah. is Hemingway's drink. Love it. And after that, I would probably say dirty sapphire martinis, gin. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Those would probably be my three. And I'll go to four. <laughs> uh, the Negroni is probably oh, my new that. favorite drink. And I take full credit for bringing that drink back into popular demand. <laughs> okay, Did you say then. what? <laughs> All right, full well, credit. thank you, because I... I do enjoy them, yes. so I appreciate that you brought that back. Yes, I found it in a, I found it in a bartender's book years and years ago, and I started drinking them. Mm -hmm. So everywhere I went, I'm like, I need to order a drink, but you're not going to know how to make it. Oh and I would tell them how to make it, and most places didn't have Campari, but if they did, it was a bonus. Mm -hmm. And then after a few years of that, 
Now they have Negroni Week, Negroni Specials sure everywhere. Really? Oh, yeah. It's Negroni Week last week. What? Yes. Like, like a national holiday? Yes. Negroni Week? How do you not know Actually, this? Actually, now that makes sense because I did notice on Facebook a lot of friends what? were posting <laughs> pictures of Negronis at different places. And I was like... And then I went out to dinner, and guess what I got? No. A Negroni. Yeah, because I believe I it was last well. week. Thank you, thank Chris. you, Chris. Yes, thank you. For... The world is welcome. Wait, so so Negronis are Campari, and what else? Sweet vermouth and gin. So when you make your own um, distilled, special, like out of the box, magic happen, that you're gonna think ahead, right? That no one's doing. Like, are you going to do like a new Campari, like a new base for something like that? Like, a yeah, one hundred percent. Okay. There's so many different um, infusions and yeah, we're going to try to stay away from infusions okay. as much. Well, uh, gin, all gin is yes. is an infusion, so for gins, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to look more into uh, different base materials. Okay. Uh, there's a Another distillery uh, called Corsair. They make uh, quinoa whiskey. What? What? That yeah. doesn't sound right. It does. Well, that because well, you've never heard of it, but it's yeah. just another grain. Okay. Yes. All pretty much all whiskey <laughs> is made out of cereal grain. Right. So if any kind right. of grain or starch, you know that that's how it works. So is it better for you since it's? Quinoa? Oh, it's much better. It's um <laughs> glu- glu- gluten free. Um, oh my gosh! I guess that I guess it, it right? would be. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. See? Huh? Look at that. Handmade, um, but it doesn't taste any different, does it? Yes, it because it, yeah, sure it does for real. Did you ever taste for like real? The, for real, it's Wait making me think of could you ever taste quinoa that hasn't been properly rinsed? That's a little bit bitter, it's got that, yeah, yes. that's what I imagine a, a boozier version of quinoa. Would but be. if you look at apple we'll brandy, yes, you make it out brandy. of apples because and then what, do they, what does it taste like, like? But it might be slightly apples. sweet, but like I've had yeah. the apple vodka doesn't taste at all like apples. That's because apple vodka is vodka with high fructose corn syrup, yeah. apple oh, flavoring. But like, but fl- like yeah, the, the flavored flavoring. stuff. But this one's like a non-flavored. Not kidding. It, it's it like, can't be non-flavored and be apple. No, I swear to you. I was going to bring you the bottle because I wanted you to is try it, it. Is it apple based? Yes. They're saying they make it out of they apples. They make it out of apples. Oh, it's, have you ever heard of <laughs> Tut Hill Town? Tut Hill Town. Town yeah. yeah, yeah, they just sold too. What? Yeah, I love their um, baby bourbon barrels. Oh yeah, they do. Yes. Okay. But but when you're if, if you make a vodka, basically all vodka is is you can pretty much make vodka out of anything. But the whole way that you get it to be vodka is you take all the taste out. So if you made it out of apples, huh, you would filter all the taste out because right. you want pure ethanol basically, mm-hmm. and then water it down. So not vodkas shouldn't have any flavor. Right. I mean, unless they are infused no. or flavored. Or, yes, which is no. Um, if you if you own an apple orchard, then you make vodka out of apples. Yes, and I know? think that's what their thing is. Like mm. it's local. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all they have a, a yeah. full farm. They yes. grow their wheat, their rye. They have orchards. That's uh, worth a road trip, by the way. Mm. Yeah, they they do they do <laughs> a good job, and they've been around for probably twelve years, I think. Something like that. Yeah. They've You're been the doing, expert. Oh, oh, I'm the, not the expert. <laughs> well, yes, you are. You're an expert. In, in this room, I least. am the expert. In, yes, in this, yes, for I sure. I will stick with that. Yeah. I okay, have a question. So, go ahead. I have a question. <laughs> what is, um, what's your first batch going to be and when will it be and how excited are you to make it? I am extremely <laughs> what's it excited. What's going to be and when can we get it? 
as of now, it looks like we should be to market by the beginning of August. What? Yes. This August? This August. What's it going to be? Wait, which be... market? Which August? What? Uh, this the, August. The August would be the one after July, <laughs> and the market would be Reading, Pennsylvania, <laughs> the home of Reading Distilling Guild. Reading and end? And we will start with an unaged white rum and a spiced rum. That's fun. Okay. Yes. What kind of event are you going to have? It's a good question. We're not sure yet. Okay. But I know invited, I know some right? people that will I'll be invited. <laughs> oh, I hope I'm invited. I think you are. Oh, good. You, you too. I hope so. I hope so too. Because <laughs> that would just be rude. Because I'll just that, crash that would the be. party. Exactly. Yeah, what about like, our listeners? Is it Eventually, like okay. we will welcome our visitors to come and experience the manufacturing process. And there will be a small tasting room there. Yay. We will also, like I said, be at different okay. events throughout the area. Um, not liberty to tell which ones yet. Okay. It has to be mm -hmm. big secrets. secrets. Yes, I understand. Uh, but if they involve drinks, um, spirits, beer, anything like that, we will most likely be there. And in August, once you follow us on Facebook and our website at rdgspirits.com, you can be up to date on all of our happenings. Okay, good. And you can gladly forward me the names <laughs> of any establishments, bars, or restaurants oh, you would like to see my nice. products at for you to, to go and enjoy. All right. I have a list. I can make a list. I have a list. I like lists. Okay. And uh, that will be the best way to, to get it will be sometime in August, uh, restaurants and bars will sure. start to have it. Okay. So, and the logo, I like the logo. So if you're looking for Reading Distilling Good, Reading Distilling Guild. I can't talk. Guild. It would be Reading Distilling Guild. Reading Distilling Guild. You're going to find the railroad that it's like an homage to the Reading Railroad. Yes. It's like, yeah, like the Monopoly. And it it says does not Redding look anything like Doesn't the Monopoly like piece. <laughs> that would not be really. a trademark like infringement. The, um... Oh, yeah, no, but it. Rem <laughs> Yeah. It is It is definitely an homage to the history of it's Reading and the Reading Railroad, Railroad. Yeah. Uh, the same as Monopoly did. Uh, we <laughs> designed this train to to represent one of the most iconic mm -hmm. parts yeah. of Reading. Mm -hmm. um, our whole branding, once we leave local, regional, national, international, all of our products will still be branded with historic monuments and images from Reading, whether That's it be awesome. the train or the pagoda. That's awesome. Well, I, I like that um, that you do bring so much of your you have you do have a passion for your community and I'm thrilled to see it come through your your new venture. So it's I do. Exciting. I love I love Reading. Yeah. And well, everybody should. We're glad that you're that you're here, that you're back. Oh, thank ten you. Years. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for coming thank, back. Thanks ten for years ago. thanks for seeing me now. <laughs> yes. And thank you for doing a distillery. Yes. And thank you for bringing, bringing back the Negroni. Yes. 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 The Most world is, the world and 
Campari is welcome. And yes, okay, yes. <laughs> I'm sure you'll start getting checks from if you, them. If, oh, if you've never had a Negroni, go find your grandfather's liquor closet, and there's a red bottle in there that nobody's drank in 50 years. <laughs> That's what you put with gin. Jeez, I'm going to have to have one of those tonight. I'll have to go home and make one. Okay. Aren't you glad so, I brought you this special guest? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> this was like the highlight of my summer. Yeah. So far, Good maybe really. maybe once we're open, we can do another podcast. Once yes, we have crafted cocktails, and I we can do a, a tasting idea. and discuss what we like that's better and what we don't. Idea. That sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. That would be fabulous. So, Chris, one more time, how? What is your website and your Facebook page? Uh, the website is rdgspirits.com and the Facebook page is Reading Distilling Guild. You can follow us on perfect. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate that you um, listen into our podcast episodes. We have so much fun recording them and bringing you special guests. So please leave us a review. Let us know what you like and what you would like to hear more of. And you can find me at phoebespurefood.com for recipes, eating destinations, and links to my other like writing articles, mm-hmm. my summer articles for yummy baked good recipes. And uh, find me at phoebespurefood.com. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. Bye.